Jackson, where it's time for the guy who always gets you to the ball game on time. And here's the pitch. It's Matt Wyatt with all the good stuff you need to know. Right here on the Zone 105.9 and worldwide at thezone1059.com. All right, here we go. Told you. Told you. Told you what? You know what I told you. Well, first of all, I told you we'd be back here today, same time, same place. And here we are. Round of applause for me and you. (laughs) And Beaver. All of us, we're back. I also told you that State had little to no chance of winning at Rupp Arena last night. Although, you know, we watch the games and we hope and we still break them down and you go into it excited to watch it. I mean, it's better than watching paint dry, but little no chance winning up there. It's just the way it is. It's just the way it is. Okay. And <laughs> so what are your takeaways? Uh, meanwhile, Ole Miss went on the road to Baton Rouge and got a knot put on their head, but that's basketball. It ain't like football. You know, one loss doesn't ruin your season. In fact, like State, for example, just because you played on – you went and got beat Played a terrible first half. Pretty good second half. Played a terrible first half, but you go get beat. But because it was at Rupp Arena against a team like Kentucky, it actually benefited them in some of these you know, net rankings and all this other stuff that they keep up with. So all of that on the table with you here today. But there is one subject at hand that seems to resurface every now and then. Now, this is not something I just thought of out of the blue. Something happened. Okay, something happened. What's today? Thursday, so it happened last night. And we're back to this whole deal again. Which one is it? Okay, if you're watching (laughs) this hand signal, if you're watching right now on the live stream, hey to you, by the way, if you're on Facebook and YouTube and all y'all, on Twitter or or X now, um, they ought to make Des Bryant like the spokesperson for it, right? Like let him... Anyway, but I digress. Wherever you're watching the show, hey to y'all on the live stream, feel free to type in a comment there on the Murray West live thread. You can be a part of the show that way. We'll give you the text line number, the phone number coming up. But, yeah, this thing right here, the horns down. I never know. What do you do with your thumb? I'm not looking it up, Googling it. Some of y'all can let me know. Do you put your thumb in and do two horns up and then you do horns down? Or does your thumb stick out? Anyway, the horns down is what we're talking about because Texas basketball lost last night and the coach took exception to the fact that UCF players who beat them, UCF, were doing horns down. There's more to the story than just that on the surface. But here we are, again, it's surfaced again. Uh, This time it happens to be January the 18th, 2024, and we're still sensitive out in Texas, out in Longhorn land, they are still very sensitive about people doing their hand signal upside down as a as a as a diss. <laughs> right? You remember Will Bednar, the pitcher for state in the College World Series, he strikes out like 75 hitters and goes horns down on the way to the dugout, right? Horns down. Well, the backdrop obviously being the fact that they are so sensitive about it over the years at Texas. Uh, it's so disrespectful. Uh, the horn's down. Don't you do that. That back in the Big 12, they throw their weight around and get it to be like they'd even throw penalties. They'd penalize football teams and stuff for doing <laughs> horns down at Texas. How dare they? How dare they, sir, do horns down? 
Well, UCF beat them in basketball last night. And uh, their coach, Rodney Terry, Rodney Terry is the head basketball coach at the University of Texas. UCF beat them 77-71 in Austin. And I got to say, Rodney Terry seems like a really nice guy. I mean, he really does. He really seems like a really nice guy. And this is what he said about it. About what? Well, okay, in context, again, UCF players, they're in the handshake line. Now, I, don't, I didn't see it. I'm only getting it third hand like you are pun in there somewhere but I think it was like going into the handshake line you had some some of the UCF players doing horns down and he took offense to it and he talked about it after the game you know I always tell my guys you know um, whether you win or lose you win the right way you lose the right way you carry yourself the right way you don't go through the handshake line or proud to get into the handshake line and have about six or seven guys putting the horns down we don't do that you know, because when you do those kind of things, it looks very classless, and it also looks like you were just hoping to win. We never go into games trying to hope to win. We go into games expecting to win. So we don't act like that. You know, we expect to win. We don't jump up and down act like we won a national championship. We sure don't step on anyone's home court deal and act crazy and try to show them up in any way. We don't do that. You know, so that's what I was angry about, and I was letting those guys know you don't do that. You know, you guys won. Hey, we shake, you know, shake your hand, tip our hat to you, but we're not going to let you act that way in our building. You're not going to do that. You're not going to put your horns down and do all that nonsense. All right. There it is. He's a Texas coach. His team lost. The opposing team who won the game 77 to 71 in Austin. Some of the players did a little horns down at him. It's a hand, it's a hand gesture. We didn't push, shove, curse throw punches start a fight nothing it's merely a hand sink hand sign <laughs> reversed and he called him out on the floor told him to quit caused it said don't do that here not gonna put up with that we don't do that here gave us an explanation after the game how dare they sir how dare they let's see what beaver's opinion is on this Hey, Matt Wyatt. I hope your Thursday's going well. It's fine. Can I ask your opinion on two things? Yes. Okay, first, not what I said I was going to ask you about. What's your opinion, Beaver, on other radio shows using the text line while our radio show is actually happening at the moment? It's always been pretty loose. But with the douchery in the morning, you're actually told that no no one else's time actually matters. <laughs> so I, it's not surprising. I mean, I, you know, I kind of like to use the text line too, the country pleasing text line, while we're doing a show live, live on the radio, live on the radio. Here's the number to text. 885-3776. 601 number 885-3776. <laughs> Another way to remember it, 885-ESPN. Now, Beaver, here's my other question for you. What do you think about Texas, their coach, their basketball team, their football fans, anybody associated with Texas being 
offended to the point of actually lashing out about it a little bit when someone does a horns down hand signal or hand sign in their face. What? How, what do you? Ta- what's your take on it? It's pretty stupid. It's it's really stupid. What would you? I mean, like you. Okay, like you said, it wasn't you know a fight or anything. Like right. okay, taunting. Taunting is talking trash, and you cross the line. We've seen instances where people take their trash talking way too far. You want to bring people's families into it. You want to bring people's race into it. All that. This is not that. It's it's using your hands to point downward. Yeah. It's not even and one hand gesture, the middle finger. Okay. That is an offensive hand gesture. Mm-hmm. Not pointing downwards. Right. Right. Point. Loose. I, loose is a good word for it. it. It's like, okay, I understand if you're a Texas player, Texas fan, It does, you don't like it. Okay? You know, it's the same for me. Like, I'm a state person. When somebody, you know, dogs Mississippi State or whatever, like, there are times it happens I don't like it. But what am I going to do? You know, it, it, like, what's a, what are you supposed to do about it? Like, what's the point in crying about it? (laughs) What's the point in approaching this for Texas? And here we are now, it's basketball. See, and they're leaving the Big 12. And that's where the story goes next is for all these years, you know, Texas, they got a lot of good people. And I tell you, this guy, this coach, Rodney Terry, I like the way he sounds. He seems like a good guy. Like, you probably really like this guy. And I don't, on the surface, really regarding your own team, I don't disagree with what he's saying about his team. It's actually the way you would want to approach it if you're a coach. Hey, for our team, we're not going to do those kinds of things. Okay, that's fine. But that's your team. They just beat you. All right? And it's a hand deal. It's a hand gesture. And for all these, again, backdrop, all these years, Texas was in this conference called the Big 12. Okay, but from the word go, they killed their own conference around them. <laughs> they did. It's a fact. It ain't a matter of opinion. Okay? They did. Over the uh, – let's look back now. The SEC, the Big 10, were so much further ahead of the Big 12 in terms of revenue and audience and influence – and fan base, and footprint, and growth, and championships, and wins and losses, and all this. Yes, Big 12 was a Power 5 conference. They're very good with very good teams. But collectively, overall, as a conference, it had really fallen behind the others. Why? The primary reason was, at its inception, Texas was afraid of equal revenue sharing with the rest of the league members. Texas and its leaders were actually just sort of afraid of it. Now, they would pass it off as, back in the day, Texas, we can do this. We are the big draw. We shouldn't be just allowing everybody to fill their bank accounts with money that we are actually making for the conference because, Texas, we are the big dog to draw. So we're going to get our cut and young split the rest of it. That was the start of decision after decision after decision of Texas because they felt like they could basically stood on the neck of its own conference and never let it grow around them, 
because they thought, well, we got we got to make sure we're the big dog. They never wanted to have a strong conference around them. They stood on the neck of their own conference, never let it grow around them, and eventually killed it. Now they're leaving it, coming to our conference. <laughs> and so while they were all those years just kind of doing their own thing and pretending to be the big guy in the room in the Big 12, one of the things they did is they got it passed off that in certain situations it was actually a penalty on other teams. They even had, correct me if I'm wrong, y'all, but they even had times in the Big 12 where it was like a warning on an opposing team if the fans were doing this, horns down. We're Texas, and this is our hand hand gesture, y'all. We're talking about a hand gesture. And hands down. I mean, I mean, horns down. And we will not put up with it. We are the Texas Longhorns. We will not tolerate someone doing a hand gesture. Now think about that for a minute. And then think about it against the context and the fact that they are coming to the SEC. Now, I tweeted this earlier and said, here's the thing about the horns down. It's not a big deal. It can't. I mean, it's just not. And somebody goes, yeah, it's not a big deal. But it's becoming a big deal and has become a big deal because they are so sensitive about it. And just like, I, you know, out of this, way out of the scope of what is normal, sensitive about it. I can't figure it out from Texas's standpoint, the fact that this is the deal. And again, just like last night, if over the years, if Texas was not so stinking it's a self-esteem thing. It's this perception self-esteem thing, okay, that, frankly, a lot of uppity people walk around with is, oh, perception means everything. And in terms of perception, how we cannot allow someone to disrespect us with a hand gesture when, in reality, it's no big deal. It ain't like he punched you. It didn't mean anything. And in reality, because you are so sensitive about your perception and you go overboard about something as stupid as a hand gesture, that's a signal to the rest of us, hey, horns down all the time, all the time. When Texas gets to the SEC, listen to what I'm telling you. Okay, y'all, listen, stop. Stop, 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 stop. I realize I haven't read a text yet I'm going to. I realize I haven't read your comments yet. I'm going to. There's a lot here, a lot of layers. Listen. The older I get, the more off the more accurate my predictions are, more often. <laughs> and let me just tell you what's gonna happen. Trust me. Here's what's gonna happen. You're going to see a football stadium somewhere next year in the SEC with 60 to 70,000 horns down constantly. On the front row of the student section behind the bench, in their faces. When they're getting off the bus, can you imagine the horns down you're going to see in Baton Rouge when they go there? Listen, it's going to be everywhere. It's going to be out front. It's going to be obvious. They're going to do it to the sideline. They're going to do it in their face. They're going to do it to the AD, to the coach, 
in a handshake line at the post-game press conference at SEC Media Days, it's going to be everywhere. And I promise you, I promise you, there will come a time. I don't know how soon. It could be really soon. I promise you there will come a time when Texas, because they have money, will throw that money around in the form of whatever power they think they have, and they will try to influence the Southeastern Conference to do the same thing that they did with the Big 12. They'll want it to be a penalty. They'll want to penalize teams for what the fans do. They will want a public reprimand from the SEC commissioner to anybody that allows it, even in opposing visiting venues. I promise you that discussion is coming. And here's what you better hope. (laughs) Well, you know, as much as it might affect you, it ain't like it's going to have any sort of effect on your bottom line, but I promise you this. Whether it's your commissioner or other decision makers, I just hope there's not a sellout. That's what I hope. And frankly, there's a whole long list, chronologically and otherwise, of decisions made due to one main virtue, and that's selling out to the almighty dollar. Not morally what is right, not realistically what we ought to do, not holistically what's good for everybody. No. What about the dollar? Selling out. And that way, when you get called on the carpet on some decision, you got something. If you sell out, and again, you're a big-time decision maker, maybe whoever, commissioner, whatever, you get a decision goes south on you, and you get called to the carpet, now you got something to back up your decision. Well, it was all about the money. It was just math. It's it's sellout move. So what you what you what I hope and what you probably hope as a you know, founding member of the SEC is that decisions on penalties for the horn down horns down in the future in the SEC don't come down to who's willing to sell out. And I promise you, a whole bunch of decisions have been made in the recent past and some further back have been made based on. We're willing to sell out. Let's see if it flies in the SEC or not. All right. And again, there are layers. I've left a comment here from TR up. He commented on Twitter slash X a minute ago when we started this discussion. He said the handshake line may not be the appropriate time. 100% agree with that. I don't think the handshake line is the appropriate time to do it either. We're talking about his team. All right, over to the phone line, Divinity Equipment phone line, Divinity Equipment, Madison and in Jackson. Winslow on line one. What's up, Winslow? Thanks for calling. Hey, Matt. I, this is second day in a row, but I'm not trying to become one of your daily buddies. So I just, <laughs> you just you 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 hit a, hit a point on me. Um, first off, before I get into to my little story, I, 
you know, you may be right. It may come a time when basically even cowbells are considered an insult to their mascot or something. Yeah, so, right, uh, right. I guess there's 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 always room for that interpretation. In there. <laughs> but I didn't uh, think of that. what I wanted to tell you, I, I'm wondering if this is maybe more generational, because I'll give you an example. In 1985 on a Friday night in Omaha, the state's play in Texas. And early on, before Gene Morgan got hit, State was having their way with them. And so some of us fans began to do a little uh, cheer we call drooping horns. And we were kind of simulating um, horn dysfunction, if you will. You know? <laughs> uh, so we weren't pointing our fingers straight down. We were just sort of, you know, uh, kind of imitating a weeping willow sort of thing, you know. And here's the thing. We're all mixed in with all these Texas fans, you know, and probably both of us were more worried that those wooden bleachers that – Looked mm-hmm. like a swayback horse were going to collapse on us or something. <laughs> uh, but we were all having a good time. But if you, if you know the history of that game, you know that once Gene Morgan got hit, the game pivoted and went the other way. And, of course, they, so did the drooping horns. You know, you, you <laughs> can't really talk smack to other fans when you're not winning the game. That's right. But That's right. I think the moral is very simple. You know, if Texas doesn't like it, then just win the game. There it is. And those fans are not going to do drooping horns or horns down or anything like that to you. They can't. That's it. And and again, Winslow, I mean, we're talking about a hand gesture here. And just like Beaver, Beaver nailed it, it's not like they're flipping them off and it's not like they're throwing punches or starting. I mean, it's a hand gesture. Who are these yeah. people that would be offended by it? Winslow, I appreciate the story from uh, way back. Good to hear from you. Thank you, man. Droopy horns. See, I'm going to remember that one, Winslow. If I don't remember anything else about our conversation there, it'll be the droopy horns. <laughs> That's what I may try. Let's see if they recognize that <laughs> droopy horn. Although, if you're superstitious, maybe I ought not. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> All right, what do you think? Get your tags. I'm coming to him next. Whether it's about winning the game or even losing the game, you're going to hear about them all and get to talk about it with Matt Wyatt right here, right now. All right, back with you. I'm Matt in the Bureau, the Farm Bureau Insurance Studio. Chuck commented on the Murray West live thread. Go to murraywest.com, contract embroidery. That's who you need to deal with if you need that. Um, Chuck said, remember when excessive crowd noise was illegal? College football is not above making asinine rules. No, you're you're exactly right. Jimmy got me there, and he said, wow, I didn't have Matt Wyatt saying holistically on my bingo card today. Yeah, I think I used it correctly. I generally have a pretty decent vocabulary. I think I got that right. Think. I don't know. <laughs> think. Uh, Chuck did say, he says, I would rather that MSU not mock the opponent's traditions because I think it's silly, but if you are going to taunt teams by doing horns up on the field, then get ready to be taunted back. That's the deal. Hey, Chuck, let me ask you something. What is the difference, horns up, horns down? What's the difference? It's who's doing it. Jimmy says, doing horns down in the handshake line is just a little snotty. Any reaction to the horns down other than, 
an eye roll is an overreaction. That's kind of how I feel about it. It's like, you know, uh, it's, yeah, okay, I would not support, my, if I were coaching, I wouldn't be in support of my team who just beat Texas walking through the handshake line doing horns down in their face. I wouldn't be in support of that. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be in support of doing it. It's just not the way I go about it. The deal is that's not my team, and it's not your team, and it ain't Texas's team. And Texas does not control what they do. And it is a hand gesture, okay, not a universally accepted one. It is not starting a fight or something. Okay, though that's sort of the splitting hairs on this whole thing. And Jonathan, I sort of agree. He mentions on uh, YouTube, he says, Texas is in for a rude awakening when they start playing in the SEC. Legba wanted to know, is there still going to be a Longhorn network when Texas joins the SEC? And I don't think there is. I don't think there is. Uh, TR said he'd seen it several times. It started back with State and you know played him in baseball, but it actually went before that. My first comment today was from Danny uh, in Ringgold, Georgia. He's on YouTube on the Murray West live thread. And when he heard me talking about it, he said, when my dad raised cattle, he always dehorned them. <laughs> right. For a reason. <clears throat> now, And then Legba says, fins down. I mean, you don't see Ole Miss people out here losing their cool. I mean, maybe a fan or two, but so what? You don't see coaches, administrators, players losing their cool when some other somebody else does a fins down deal. You know, in in an Ole Miss game, that you don't see Ole Miss throwing a fit about it. You certainly don't see Ole Miss going to the conference saying, "Hey, I, I, that ought to be a penalty," and we're going to throw our money at you and get you to sell out to give us what we want. I mean. All right. Country pleasing text line. Country pleasing sausage on grocery store shelves all around the southeast. It is the best. Walk up in there and say country pleasing, please. Now listen, I'm not, I can't really eat country pleasing sausage during the show. I could, but I'm not. But I can drink coffee from High Point Roasters in New Albany, Mississippi, in my country pleasing little enamel mug I got from the other day. And it says, established 1976, and it's got a picture of Henry's original truck that he hauled sausage in. See it? That old, I think it's a Ford. I have to ask him. All right. <clears throat> True Maroon texts the show, and he says, never heard an outcry over the middle finger. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, I mean, but you have, and you would if it were you know, on the court or on the field, you you would. It'd be you'd have penalties and all kinds of stuff. But to me, that's different. Nick texts the show, country pleasing text line. He said, I can't wait to see Hunter Hines drop a horns down after a moonshot to right center. <laughs> it, it's gonna happen all over the place. Just I mean it's going and the the biggest reason that it is the horns down is gonna be wall to wall in the Southeastern Conference. The biggest reason is because Texas is so sensitive about it. And it's crazy, and anybody not a Texas fan realizes how crazy it is. Jackson Mailman, Texas Show. 
same sentiment. Texas is really going to get their feelings hurt <laughs> during any SEC game. Yeah, somebody texted, I'm glad to be back, and, and that, glad that we are back, and I'm really glad to be back. Now, Rhino Texas show and said, just don't lose. Because then you don't have to worry about it. Bingo, right? Then you don't have to worry about it. Now, okay, in terms of the merit behind what Rodney Terry said, now, again, full context, he's the Texas coach. Last night, they're at home in Austin hosting UCF, Big 12 game. They lost. UCF beat them 77-71. It was a huge comeback. Texas led by 12 points at halftime, okay, 44-32, and were outscored by 18 points in the second half, 45-27. to A huge second-half comeback. Texas loses. Going through the handshake line. Here's UCF players, about six of them. Horns down, whatever this deal is. Horns down, horns down, horns down. You know? And so the coach takes exception to it. Rodney Terry does. Apparently, like, said something to him in the handshake line. Didn't, like, cause a fight or anything, but he's telling them don't do all this. Okay, and then this is how he addressed it in the postgame. And listen, when you listen to what he's saying, just from a team, your own team perspective, I don't disagree with it. Listen. You know, I always tell my guys, you know, um, whether you win or lose, you win the right way. You lose the right way. You carry yourself the right way. You don't go through the handshake line or proud to get into the handshake line and have about six or seven guys putting the horns down. We don't do that, you know, because when you do those kind of things, it looks very classless, and it also looks like you were just hoping to win. We never go into games trying to hope to win. We go into games expecting to win. So we don't act like that. You know, we expect to win. We don't jump up and down act like we won a national championship. We sure don't step on anyone's home court deal and act crazy and try to show them up in any way. We don't do that. You know, so that's what I was angry about. And I was letting those guys know you don't do that. You know, you guys won. Hey, we shake, you know, shake your hand, tip our hat to you. But we're not going to let you act that way in our building. You're not going to do that. You're not going to put your horns down and do all that nonsense. Okay. See, and, you know, if you hear that comment from any coach, I do. I guess I can't speak for you. But if I hear that sentiment from any coach, and I don't have the context of it's actually the Texas coach who's offended by the horns down, I like everything he said. He seems like a heck of a – a guy, he really does. Like everything he said, I agree with it. Regarding my team, and he's talking about his team. The way he responded to the question was, "We don't do that." In other words, we don't allow our players to do that to other teams. We don't go into someone else's gym and dance around on the logo before or after the game if we win. We don't misbehave and show them up in the handshake line. We don't act as if we just won the national championship. We expect to win the game. All those kinds of things. But that's his team. He's talking about the way he approaches it with his team. Okay, and what sparked all this is the fact that it's another team. It's UCF who, according to him, did these things. Danced around on the logo. Celebrated like they won the national championship. Did the horns down, six or seven of them in the postgame handshake line. Yeah, okay, and he's saying we don't do that. We don't allow that. Okay, good. I support you not allowing that for your team. You're not the coach of the other team. 
you know, as the coach of Texas, you don't get to dictate what they do and don't do and how they behave. It's not within your grasp, okay? And if you're telling me, coach, that they danced around on your logo, to me, you what's the big deal with the horns down? Like, are you surprised? Let UC, UCF won the game. Let them do what they do. Okay, nobody swung, nobody flipped you off, nobody did a shove. We're talking about a horns down deal. So it's interesting, man. Like I'm fine with that. We don't do that on our team. We don't approach it that way from our perspective. Right. I wouldn't either if I were coaching. I wouldn't want to if I were playing. But when the other guys do it, like where's there's got to be an element also of you don't let somebody know it bothers you. Don't show them that, you know, when you're getting picked on, right? Don't show, don't let them in to your head. It's kind of like the whole trash talk thing during a game. Don't let it affect you. It, as soon as you, hey, Texas, listen, as soon as you admit, obviously or just sort of figuratively admit to us that this bothers you, you let us know that this is bothering you, it's about to be a whole lot worse (laughs) now that you've let me know it bothers you, right? Where's that from Texas' perspective? All right. We'll move on from that when we come back. But we'll go to the phones, too, when we come back on the other side of the break. All of that and more. I'm Matt. In the Bureau, the Farm Bureau Insurance Studio. Farm Bureau, go! with the home team. Stick around. Back with you. I'm Matt in the Bureau, the Farm Bureau Insurance Studio. Farm Bureau, go with the home team. Um, I got a couple of texts here, and then I'm coming to the phone. Uh, Big Matt. What's up, Matt? He texts the show. He was on those early 90s football teams at Mississippi State, and he said he, meaning the Texas coach, would have been really upset if he'd have been there in 1992. When a longhorn bull got, quote-unquote, transformed into a steer on the MSU practice field. And, and in relation to that, Matt, earlier, somebody did text the show on the Country Pleasing text line. All it said was, make Jackie Sherrill great again. <laughs> <laughs> They're on the same page as you. All right, over to the phone line, the Divinity Equipment phone line, Divinity Equipment, Madison and in Jackson, your Kubota dealer. The oldest Kubota dealer in the U.S., in fact, means they've been doing it better, longer than anyone else right here at home at Divinity. DJ on line one. What's up, DJ? Hey, Matt. Always love being on your show. You know, I agree with what you said. You know, I'd love to see all teams show class, but, you know, these young kids grow up seeing a man like a fool in the NFL, and, and, and it's a different world. I wish it wasn't like that. But, you know, uh, after a close loss, 
an important game at home, I would be focused on what my team needs to do better. Free throws, rebound, blocking out, yeah. you know, uh, transition defense. And he acted as if somebody throwing the horns down he acted like somebody stole his girlfriend, didn't he? He, he really did. Like, it was an overreaction to it. And I wondered, DJ, I couldn't help but wonder, do they have like a culture or some sort of thing at Texas where they tell coaches and people, don't ever let somebody do that, you defend that horns deal or something? Because or, if not, I can't figure out why they're so sensitive about it. Well, you know what else? Ohio State, we do O-H-I-O. Mm-hmm. Everybody makes fun of that. You know, it's not a Buckeye fan. You know, part of it. We expect it. And the thing is, if he don't like the horns down now, <laughs> wait till he comes into the SEC. All he did in that presser was ask everybody to throw, you throw the horns down. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. 100%. I mean, uh, yep. And the thing is, like you said, we can't control how the other team acts. I wish kids didn't act the way they did, you know, back when you played. And, of mm-hmm. course, I'm a good bit older than you are. Uh, you know, it just wasn't done. You know, it's just like in the end zone. They told us, act like you've been there before. Right. And we did. Yeah, right. And if we didn't, we got punished, okay? Yeah. But, uh, you know, the, the thing is, as a coach, you know, hey, if you know the other coach, you, you may call him and have a conversation about it. Probably not even do that, but to. Mm-hmm. I'm just telling you, he's, he, I, I don't. But those people that didn't know horns down was a thing they do now. They, and uh, you're like exactly I said, it's coming. Right. But look, love ex- your show, Matt. Thanks, DJ. You're exactly right. Hey, listen, you heard him say it. For those people that didn't know what horns down was or was all about before, they know now. Okay. Do it a few more times. Okay. Between now and football season, Texas have an overreaction to horns down. Watch them. You just all you're doing is making it worse. But you know, I'm I'm not a psychologist, okay. But you know, and I know, okay. When you take somebody, let's just say, like if you were to look at it from the in terms of an individual, and then extrapolate it on out to a group, you take a person who is not very secure, okay. In their own identity. Maybe they do have some issues, and, and we've all got them, okay? But you take someone who, at that time, they're not very secure in their own identity and who they are, okay? They are, at the same time, therefore, overly concerned with perception, how they're dressed, how they look, and what everybody else is thinking about them. Overly concerned with that. Some sort of outward perception and image is really what's driving this whole thing, not the reality, not a grounded sort of genuineness. No, 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 it's perception. You take that person, and not really sure who they are, not real confident in it, overly concerned with perception. They are the people who will overreact to something like that. Someone making fun of, I don't know, their haircut, (laughs) or somebody not want to get into a conversation about their shoes, you know, or and they get overly offended by these little things that the rest of us go, like, what is the big deal, man? What is the big deal? That's stupid. 
Texas in that loss last night, you know, they had the 12 point halftime lead, lost by eight. Almost got doubled up in the, by, what? Got outscored by 18 points in the second half. They were out rebounded in the game by UCF 37 to 22. And at the free throw line, they shot 58% from the free throw line. So that's another way that DJ sort of nailed it there. Like, if you're the coach, it seems to me like right after the game, that's really what you'd be more concerned with. Um, I would think. All right. The uh, Country Please and text line, Country Please and Sausage on grocery store shelves all around the southeast. J-Rock texts the show. He says, what do you think about this, Matt? A little Country Please and Sausage and jalapenos on this pizza. Happy Thursday in Hale State. Did you make that? J-Rock, where is that? It looks like somebody has cut up and cooked Country Please and Sausage and put it on pizza. Did you make that, J-Rock? Tell the truth. Because if you did, I want some of it. As the guy on the internet says, give me some. <laughs> um, okay, some on State's basketball team, somebody texted and said, what is wrong with Keyshawn Murphy? Why has he not been playing? Well, I don't know. I know he was hurt earlier in the year. And so I don't know if he came back and aggravate, aggravated it or what. I, I just don't know that. Uh, Patches O'Houlihan, Texas, you know, says after a trip, to the fourth floor to see Dr. Everything. Uh, it's going to be all right. After a trip to the fourth floor to see the doctor, everything is going to be all right. The Longhorns will be good to go. Who's on the fourth floor, Patches? What are you insinuating? <laughs> Louvier texts the show and says, Growing up as the youngest of four and in a neighborhood with dozens of kids, the easiest way to get someone to call you a name or do something like that is to let them know it bothers you. 100% Louvier. That's what DJ and I were talking about. He says, therefore, go Saints and horns down. I mean, that's it. Like, it's, you know how it is. Like, even, even we, like, as friends, buddies, teammates, you know, brothers, cousins, our, our best buddies, we're always picking on each other, right? And, We'll even sometimes have fights because we take it too far, and it's a deal where you almost feel obligated. Okay, he's got this thing that really is getting under his skin, and so I'm going to help him get past it by just exploiting the you-know-what out of it. <laughs> I'm going to see how short his fuse is, okay? And really, in the long run, I'm doing him a favor, okay? <laughs> That's the way we do you don't want somebody to do it. Stop letting everybody know it bothers you. Put on your poker face. Hey, speaking of that, hey, Beaver. Hey, Matt Wyatt. I watched an episode of Seinfeld last night where, uh, and I don't even remember the context, but it was about how George couldn't keep a secret. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. And they kept referencing... The fact that one dead giveaway is like his poker face. Anybody can tell what his hand is just by looking at his face. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. When's the last time that you sat down and just watched a lot of Seinfeld episodes, like over and over again, like like a marathon or something? Saturday. 
So you did that recently. See, I kind of did that last night. I don't know who was on TV, but it was like I watched three or four episodes in a row. And, you know, you just, am I right, B, you just forget almost how good a show like that was if you go too long without watching several episodes. I, you know what? I'm kind of the opposite, actually. Okay. I need to take, I need to take a little time off, even from Seinfeld. Yeah. Now the Office. See, I hadn't told you. You. I th I think I think Matt. What what we what we believe is what you believe is that I'm still watching The Office all the time. <laughs> you know yeah, what's yeah, so funny? I've noticed. I've caught myself lately to where I turn it there just like out of instinct, I can't keep it there any longer than 10 minutes so, max. So you're I can't watch of, it that much anymore. You, you're needing a break is what's yeah. going on. And it's it's still my fourth favorite show of all time. Yeah. But, you know, I just, I, I can't still watch it all the time. Okay. I can understand that. No, I mean, I can read anything. You got to get, get your fill of it after a little while. You need, a, need some time off. I guess... I guess what I was saying about Seinfeld is, is like if I go too long, like a long period of time without watching one, and then I sit down and watch it, I'm hit square in the nose with how much better it is really than anything else that's on TV now. I, I guess is what I'm saying. Like I, I appreciate it that much more after a long hiatus. Sounds like maybe that's what you're doing with The Office. All right. Hour one in the books. Hour two coming up. I have an NIL question for you and a tweet that I saw yesterday that may interest you. Hour two, coming up, stick around.